How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. We're your hosts, Brennan Sampson, John Foote, and Aaron Lutz. Gentlemen, today we are going to be going over the AFC East Super Team. We did the AFC West in the last episode. Um, so without further ado, John, do you want to jump into uh, your team? All right, the AFC East... I have uh, Russell Wilson as my quarterback. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Aaron is I'm legit concerned. For the people no. who are not as familiar with football, what is the AFC East? The AFC East is the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Oh, I totally forgot about that. That's a, that was a good York. point. Aaron. I mean, Thank that, you, moderator Aaron, because that was really good. Yes. Not that. Uh, you know, people would be people who aren't familiar with football would be interested in this. Yeah, but, maybe you got you know, some people that are just we'll getting see, into we'll it. You know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Definitely. Um, okay, so starting with my quarterback, I went with Josh Allen from Buffalo. Okay. Uh, my running back, which funny enough, going through, I talked to Brian a little bit earlier before before we started this. Um, the running game in the AFC East is not good. Um, <laughs> there is, uh-huh. it, it is very weak. <laughs> So I went with, uh, I think, the clear choice, which is Miles Gaskin from Miami. Uh, he was a rookie last year. He he balled out. Um, I think he was probably the most consistent on any team in that division. Um, the only other person I would consider was uh, James White, but I feel that he's very he's too much of a gadget guy and not enough of like an every-down usable back, which is why I ended up going with Miles Gaskin because I feel like Gaskin can catch out of the backfield and run north to south pretty easily. Um, so that's Miles Gaskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wide receivers were Stefan Diggs, uh, Devonta Parker, and I think this is be a surprise. I don't think you're gonna see this coming, but it's Jacoby Myers from the Patriots. I did not see that coming. I don't hate it though. I don't think anyone would have said. Seen yeah, that yeah. Hey, so here, so <laughs> yeah, Jacoby Myers balled out last year with the with the with what he had throwing to him. So I think if you give if you put Jacoby Myers on a team with a good quarterback. And also two other really good receivers on the outside. I think he's a sneaky balling. Was receiver. that a um, that's right. a compliment to Jacoby, or was that a jab at Cam Newton, or was that that's both? a bull, a little bit of bull. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, it's not a big jab at Cam Newton. I'm not a huge Cam Newton fan myself, um, but you know he played pretty well up until getting COVID. I think once he got COVID, I think it really, really just wrecked mm-hmm. him and it wrecked his momentum, it wrecked his like uh, athleticism, um, and then the rest of that team just isn't good. Like there's no there's no wide receiver core. No other wide receivers on that core that I think really puts up a fight. So I think a lot of times Jacoby Myers did pull the number one coverage. Um, also, coming out of training camp, as you'll hear about every single player, but he's in the best shape of his life. Um, <laughs> no, but coming from Bill Belichick, he even said that he – or not Bill Belichick, um, their offensive coordinator. Josh McDaniels. Uh, yeah, I was blank on his name. Josh McDaniels, that he's the clear-cut wide receiver one, and he is miles ahead of everyone else on that on that wide receiver core. Again, that wide receiver core is not that good. So it's I, I but I, I do think that there's more to that, uh, just him being a good player as opposed to nothing else there. No, uh, but anyways, definitely. so moving on, uh, my tight end was uh, Miles. Uh, sorry, Miles uh, Gaskins dual dual wheel Uh, I no Mike Kosecki, uh from New England. Or not mm. New England. Jesus Christ, from the God. Dolphins. <laughs> I am struggling. Uh, from the Dol- I just can't read my handwriting. That's the problem. I did this on hand. Should have should have done on the computer. Uh, Miles, you did this on your hand. I, yeah, I just wrote it on my hand as I was going through a quick by hand. It's been uh, a few Mike days Kosecki. too, so it's rubbed a little bit. <laughs> it got a little wet, you know. Uh, 
There's a grocery know, list in there too. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, my next is a loaf of bread. <laughs> uh, Mike Kiseki from Miami, um, I think, is a great, a uh, great pass catcher. I feel like he just hasn't had a quarterback to really give him the ball. So I think you give him a strong quarterback like like Josh Allen, and he'll definitely improve from what he's already shown, which is already really good. Um, my line is extremely, uh, extremely original. Um, <laughs> my left tackle is Isaiah Wynn from New England. My left guard is uh, Michael. I can't read my hand or anything. Give me a second. Just Michael. He just like Madonna. It's just Mike, Michael. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael Scott. Shut up, Michael dude. Scott is seven. Michael Scott. Um, my left guard is Michael Onwinu. I can't even say his last name, so it doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> my center, also from New England. Uh, my center is uh, David Andrews. Also from New England, my right guard. Is he also is, from New England? Yeah, my right guard is Shaquille <laughs> Mason, also from New England, uh, and my right tackle is Daryl Williams from uh, Buffalo. Interesting. I did. I, I I broke it down. I went through all of, like the stats. Okay. I went through all the PFF grades. Looked at everything. New England's line on almost every single level, except for right tackle, is just far superior than anyone else's. Yeah. No, I think that the uh, New England definitely has kind of a revamped and a very strong line. Um, I used a lot of their players on defense. So I'm surprised you're able to have so many of their line. I yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll go over that later. Okay. Um, okay. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree though. I think New England's line will be very good this year. So I think Cam will have some time. Um, and so we will see if Mac Jones when and if so how early he gets in. Um, but both of them will have a pretty stout offensive line this year. The AFC East teams, quarterback, I did the exact same thing. I did Josh Allen as well from Buffalo. I think that he is the best quarterback in the division, um, and he is rising. Running back, I agree completely with John. I did Miles Gaskin. It was not the greatest um, running back class to pick from, um, but I do like Miles Gaskin a lot. I do think he is an every down back, and he has a lot of um, – catch out of the backfield as well as just run up the middle capability. So I do like him wide receivers. We varied a little bit. So obviously I had Stefan Diggs and I did Devonta Parker as well, but instead um, I did Will Fuller as my third guy. How do you, how do you guys feel about that? Expected. I, uh, here's my problem with Will Fuller injuries, injuries. He hasn't played a full season his entire career. Mm -hmm. Also, he got flagged for PEDs last year, mm -hmm. so he'll be serving a four-game suspension. I mean, obviously, this is—I don't know how you're gonna—I don't know if you'd relate that to this, but uh, my <laughs> my biggest concern with uh, with PEDs, I feel like you, you see players a lot of times on PEDs after injuries, and like you know they can kind of bounce back because you know they're on those, um, and then once they kind of take PEDs away, then they kind of start to maybe show their wear and tear a little bit more when they're not on PEDs. And I feel like. The league will be a little bit more strict with him, so I don't know if he'll be on it. So I, I'm worried that this next season he actually won't be um, as good as we have seen in the past. Mm. That's just my personal preference. No, absolutely. I think, uh, but Josh McDaniel says that he's in the best shape of his life. So <laughs> <laughs> why is Josh McDaniel saying that about the uh, <laughs> other on the Dolphins? <laughs> no, well, I definitely do. The recordings that he illegally took. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I uh, know I do like Will Fuller. I think that's totally valid, especially the PED argument coming off of PEDs. I do feel like players tend to struggle maybe a little more, um, but I just think he's such a talent. Um, we've seen what he can do 
on bad teams um, in Houston and now on a good team with other options. Um, I think he has the ability to really flash. Um, so I do like your Jacoby pick. Um, I just had to take Will Fuller, though. I think even coming I, off of injuries, that he is just such a big, big pass catcher. And, and again, for me, it's kind of back to like the Tyron Matthew, Derwin James situation. Mm. I think when you look at like pure talent in a perfect situation, absolutely, Will Fuller is definitely the clear-cut choice for that position. Um, but again, I think I, I definitely looked at it as a more like realistic like situation of like if I'm putting these people in a, in a full 17 game season Who uh, where everything yeah with all that stuff on there and again I think like even without the PED argument um, just the fact that he hasn't been able to stay healthy for a whole season his entire career so I think he's at like four seasons in right now and has missed every like games every year yeah uh, it'll be interesting to touch again, back in on at the end of the season to see if he yeah that's a good one. point yeah she definitely definitely pile back up at the end um, see how much again, our teams change from the I, beginning to the end of this year. Yeah. I, I do like the Wolf Fuller pick, okay. though. I, I just I think I prefer Jacoby Myers, but I do understand your pick. No, no, definitely, definitely valid criticism. Um, so for tight end, I stuck right with you, Mike Gusecki. I think he's. Uh, I mean, you could have put in somebody like Hunter Henry, I guess, or Jonah Smith, but I think Mike Gusecki is the best of the bunch. You know, I do really like Hunter Henry. Um, but so that's why I went with Mike Gusecki there. Um, my left tackle, I did Mackay Becton, um, cause that dude's a beast. I think he's just super solid and I think he'll get better in his sophomore season. Uh, left guard. I think this is one I filled in kind of towards the end. Um, but I did Elijah Vera Tucker. I think he will be a good guard in this league. Um, but you know, he has a lot to prove. And as a rookie, I didn't really put many rookies in here cause you just don't have a lot to go on. Um, but I think he'll be solid. So I plugged him in at my left guard position. Uh, I did cover or Connor McGovern um, for the center for the Jets. He had about he was the best. I came towards center at the end too. Um, the best PFF grade of the couple teams I had left. He was like a seventy something, which isn't terrible, not the greatest. Um, but I do like Connor McGovern, old um, Denver player, so I'm very familiar with him and his game. Um, he's a little older now, but I still like him. And then my right guard, I did Shaq Mason from New England, and then I went with Trent Brown at right tackle from New England. I think. Um, Trent Brown really holds down the right end of that line. As your right tackle? Yeah. I see. I, I thought about doing Trent Brown as well. But, like, and, again, I didn't – at that point, I wasn't really looking too much into, like, a lot of the stats. But just I was kind of basing this one just off of PFF. Mm. His PFF grade is pretty low. Is it? Um, yeah. I is, think he's it pretty – he had a really solid season last year, though, didn't he? He did have a pretty solid season. But, I mean, let me, let me double check. But, like, again, yeah, I was gonna say, know, I thought it's – It's a 68, so it's not it's not terrible. Okay. It's not terrible. Um, interesting. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Very interesting. Um, and then Daryl Williams from the Bills is sitting at a seventy-nine. So interesting. Okay. About a okay. ten-point difference. Yeah, PFF wise, and obviously you know take that. Yeah, with, yeah, with the grain of salt because we know how PFF you know, can be. But exactly, yeah. and and also like I also do think that like it's also I I think the harder thing to grade is you know you're looking at that individual player and that's how they're grading it, but it's a team sport so if you have a solid so if you're the right tackle you have a solid right guard yeah you might do a little bit better where i don't i don't know um last year on the ravens what his right guard was and i just don't know how how that affected yeah. his play also the quarterback play you know what i mean yeah um you know you have someone who just sits in the pocket 
and doesn't throw it. It's, it's like yeah. Garrett Bowles. I feel like Garrett Bowles is, is a clear cut example of that he went from being one of the worst tackles with uh, um, Joe Flacco by, at center, mm-hmm. and then when Drew Lock came in as a mobile, more mobile quarterback and move around the pocket a little bit easier and kind of make some plays on his feet, he, he uh, then increased tremendously and has been playing lights out ever since. Yeah. So, Not very I, there, there's there's multiple things to account for it. I do like how you went a lot with New York Jets, and I went with New York, or the New England uh, Yeah, Patriots. New England had a lot of defensive player I liked, so I plugged in a couple of them yeah. on offensive line that I liked. But, yeah, I got some of my Jets out of the way. on Because their, yeah. their line isn't terrible. Like It is a little young, yeah. but, I mean, they do have some solid pieces on the New York Jets yeah. line. And I do like I do like the Elijah Berry Tucker thing. I'm in the same boat. I didn't pull too many rookies just because you yeah. don't know how yeah. they play. Yeah, definitely. Aaron, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking I like John's line better. Nice. Um, so overall, as the team, does that take I'll it? Probably, does that win it for him? It does, yeah. So, like, the the other difference being the third receiver, right? Yeah. I think I actually – I really like Will Fuller, but I, I do agree with John's points um, in that, you know, injuries have really mm-hmm. taken their toll on him, and he's coming off of – will be coming off of a PED suspension and you know that basically exactly what he said right yeah um so yeah. i think i i would actually at this point take <clears throat> jacoby myers over will fuller so yeah i think overall i will go with John's offense. Nice. No, that's a good call. I do think Jacoby Myers actually will have a good year. I should have looked into him a little more um, for the I New England I think he's an underrated, underrated pick. And, you know, I think in this podcast we'll try to talk more about fantasies too and kind of, like, mm-hmm. uh, add some stuff into this. Obviously, this one's just focused on that. But when we ever we get to, like, the wide receiver talk for fantasy purposes, I think Jacoby Myers will be a sneaky pick that you can get later on who will probably ball out. I um, hope I pick before you so I can take him. Yeah, I know. I feel dumb every time we talk. You know, it's like, here's my sneaky pick. Here's what I'm aiming at. Yeah. And it's like, I have to play against you in like two leagues. And I'm worse at fantasy, so I pick before you. <laughs> Damn it. And then for the coach, we can just go over that real quick. Obviously, I'm going Bill Belichick for Mike. I don't think we'll have a disagreement there for the coach of the season. I, I, uh, oh, getting spicy yeah. here. So we're going to have the first. I think I, think I, I know go who you're John going. McDermott. Really? I thought you would go with, um, Brian Flores? Yeah, Brian Flores. I know you're a I big do Brian like Brian, Flores guy. I, I do love Brian Flores. I think he's a great coach. Um, I'm a little less in on him after last season with just kind of like his management of that team. Um, and like, you know, pulling Ryan Fitzpatrick after having like a great uh, like first like half of the mm. season and then kind of like them doing like that wishy-washy. Like I, and I understand and the situation kind of you need to know where you're at with Tua. But you also need to look at it like if you have an actual chance of making a deep playoff run, why not just stick with it with the hot hand? Yeah. And I think pulling him in and out, I also think that can hurt a player's development later on. So for like two, it's like you kind of help you lose some confidence. Like I'm gonna play for like a, like half a game, I'm gonna pull you out, put Ryan Fitzpatrick in. You know he'll finish the game or whatever. I feel like that does kind of hurt development for for two. So I think I understand where he was going. I just didn't think he went about it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Belichick, however. Belichick, I don't think he has not had a winning season unless he has a quarterback named Tom Brady. Uh, he had losing seasons every year in the Browns and he was their head coach forever ago. Uh, the year that um, Tom Brady tore his ACL, they had a losing season. And now this last year with Cam Newton. Granted, Cam Newton, I think, uh, with his uh, COVID, I think, really affected it. But the point is he still had a losing season. Rashawn McDermott, I feel like, 
has come in and has really turned this Buffalo team around and really made them hmm. relevant as opposed to like how terrible they've been in the last like decade. I am a little um, surprised I, that you went with not Belichick, but I will I yeah. will back my boy Bill up. I think those Browns teams he were on were awful. That was the peak of Browns drafting and signings. Um, so I don't think he had much hope there. And then this year, I think at the beginning of the season, with all of their opt-outs of COVID and their team makeup in general, I know we talked about it. I think I only had them winning a few games. And I know a lot That's of people had them at like three to four wins. And I think they ended up at right. seven. But they had a lot of close yeah. games where they were right in it and could have won. So they couldn't have That's easily fair. been a 10-win team. No, and honestly, I'm just going for a more spicy pick. Like, I think I, – I, I wouldn't so be – Why is it so spicy? Why is it so spicy? Maybe, no, maybe I, go uh, for a jalapeno next time instead of a ghost pepper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's that much. I think if you sit it down – Let's let's let if you pin it. Okay, I, it's hard to tell. The, the hard thing we have to sit down at the end of this season. If if this next season Bill Belichick has another losing season, I think that just aids to the fact that like that that I don't like. I still think he's a fantastic coach, but I think mm-hmm. he really needs that like fantastic quarterback to kind of duo with with it. I think I'd give it to you, yeah more a little bit this year because he did bolster that defense especially so much and the offense. Um, yeah, then if we do see so, some yeah. regression, but. Well, yeah, we'll see. And, I, and honestly, it, it still is rough because, I mean, like, you're going from Tom Brady, who's legit the GOAT, yeah. uh, to Cam Newton and now yeah. Mac Jones, who everyone – And in this on both of our teams, though, he's going team. from yeah. Cam Newton to Josh Allen. So I think that's, that's kind of getting too. back that's to that. That's a good that. point, too. Yeah. yeah. But, again, you also have to wonder, since Bill Belichick has a defensive mind, how much Josh McDaniels plays a big part in that offense being as solid as it is so if yeah. you yeah you know you, you're going from Cam Newton to Josh Allen, but without Josh McDaniels, who knows how that plays out? No, it definitely makes sense. Speaking yeah. of his defenses, then let's start with defense. I'll go, go first. Allow me to reintroduce myself. And I just want to say, I think quote of the podcast so far goes to Aaron. I wrote it down so we can keep <laughs> that for later. Maybe go with a jalapeno instead of. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. That was good. That was, I <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super <laughs> solid. Really, yeah. I like. I like to imagine you, Aaron you. just has like a folder under the desk with just puns and just ready yeah, to fire off. He's not quite. All right. So for my Bill Belichick led defense, uh, for defensive ends, <laughs> I gave him Carl Lawson from the Jets and Mario Addison from the Jets. Two more Jets players I got off. Uh, their front isn't the best and i could have definitely gone with some other pieces um but with where i had some miami and new england players falling this is just kind of where my ends ended up at uh, because for my defensive tackles i went with quinn and williams from the jets and ed oliver from buffalo um and i think that gives you a super stout um defensive tackles like that up front is monstrous with those two guys taking it up so i was okay with sacrificing the defensive ends a little bit um for that interior just monstrosities um, my linebackers, um, I went with two New England guys. Donta Hightower is coming back. I have him in there with Matt Judon. I think the two of them are going to be a force in New England, and I think they'll obviously be a force for my super team. Uh, so I really like them at my linebacker picks. Now for corners, um, I think we'll probably have pretty similar list. Um, this division is very deep at cornerback, um, so I had a lot to pick from. Um, so I did Tredavious White from Buffalo. Um, because I think he is probably a top seven corner, if not higher, probably higher than that if we did a list in the league. Um, and I also did Stefan Gilmore. I know he's a little older, but I mean, I think he showed even last season that he's still a lockdown guy. 
and Xavier Howard from Miami. So I think with the three of them, that's a pretty solid um, cornerback core. And then I did Devin McCourty from New England and Jordan Poyer as my safe, uh, strong safety from Buffalo. Who was your first corner? Um, Tredavious White. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so... I don't know. I feel like the secondary on that group is definitely really strong, and so are my defensive tackles. My DNs are a little lacking, but the linebackers, I think, are right back with pretty dominant. Yeah, I, um... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I... So, again, when I went through it, I, I told myself I'm not going to go back and, like, make changes when I, like, thought about different things or looked at different things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like my defense. <laughs> Put out there. I don't think it's terrible. Yeah. But after listening to your defense, what? what so that's that's the thing though. You have to look at trade offs. Yeah. Know, I think. Yep. You know, I think I definitely stacked um, New England's line. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when when breaking it down, Aaron gave me that as like the big uh, push over the hump to give me the the better offense. So uh, with that being said, let's get let's get into this uh, line. <laughs> Let's go to this defense. I went with Carl Lawson and uh, Christian Wilkins. Uh, mm. Christian Wilkins from Miami for my defensive ends. Um, so same thing. I don't, you know, they're Carl Lawson and Christian Wilkins. They're not like superstars, but I think they're very solid players. Um, you know, I think I think you can have a good defense with those guys on your team. That being said, you're not going to have like Miles Garrett or someone like that, like just blowing it up every every down. But I still think they're pretty solid. Uh, my defensive tackles, I went with uh, Sheldon Rankins from uh, New York and Quinnen Williams, also from New York, uh, which I think we have the same Quinnen Williams pick. Um, but okay. I do think my Sheldon Rankins is, you know, it's definitely like the weaker of that group from yours. Um, my linebackers, I also am not super pleased with. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, mistakes were made. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I went with CJ Mosley from New York Jets. Um, it's really unfortunate. He, I feel like he balled out when he was with Baltimore and then got hurt his first year and then opted out his second year. So we haven't seen him in like two years. But I really think that he has the potential to come back and still be really good. That being said, we haven't seen much from him in the last two years. So it's kind of like a... Uh, Catch a swinging Blink-182. Yeah, Blink-182, Catch-182. Uh, <laughs> I'm swinging for the stars on this one, hoping he bounces back and have a fantastic year, but he could also just not. Um, and then I went with Matt Milano with Buffalo. Um, not the best linebacker, but, again, like a super solid player. Um, I think he just, again, I feel like my defense is, is not superstars. They're more just, like, solid players, and I'm going to lean on my offense mm. in that situation. Um which I also then made the mistake and forgot all about Tredavious White as I was going through <laughs> stuff. So, uh, and I and I knew I forgot about him, and I was like, I'm not going to make a change. Um, so I went with Xavier Howard, Stefan Gilmore, and then I went with Byron Jones. Hmm. So again, Tredavious White is definitely better than Byron Jones, but Byron Jones is still a really good corner. No, I agree um, with you. And he definitely is uh, in can cover and stick with some guys. So. I don't think I'm missing too, too much. Um, Trey Davis White still just, is obviously better, but it's not like a huge gap in my opinion. Um, my safeties, I went with Jordan Poyers, my strong safety, same thing as you from Buffalo. And I went Marcus May from, from New York Jets. I feel like he's very slept on. He's a he's really good. He's a really good free safety. Um, yeah, so those are my picks. Aaron, have you had time to digest these defenses? Uh, I have... Which um, one's yummier? 
clear cut. I think it's clear. Yeah, cut. I, I think I got got to go with Brennan. Yeah, yes. I, um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna argue that. At no, all. I mean, it's, I like, that's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I do like some of the choices you had over, uh, or in in place of, um, some of the ones that Brennan made. You know, because you had used a lot of the, uh, Patriots picks on, uh, offense. Like I, I do like the Byron Jones pick. I do like the Marcus May pick. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think overall, Brennan's is uh, gonna edge you out there. <laughs> I, it's that's the this exercise is so fun, but that's the hard part. Is it is you start building this team, and you know you start super solid, and then there's a few just key pieces of where you want to build, and it kind of dictates the rest of your team. So um, yeah. definitely. Got me on the offense there, but yeah, yeah it was obviously I think, yeah. make it up on defense. It also emphasizes like how we like everyone views people differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so I think that just kind of like helps like point out like how do we view these players? How do we view what do we view as more uh, essential for like a dominant team? Yeah, um, you know, I I think the age old argument is defense wins championship. <clears throat> I you know, yes, but I also think a high octane offense can also just. Uh, just be a lot of fun but i think when you look at it you know the bucks defense slapped kansas city and even though kansas city is a high octane offense they they just couldn't keep up with that defense so i think at the end of the day I yeah it still is is more important which i definitely lacked on in this one <laughs> yeah. i mean the kansas city high octane offense did beat down the uh 49ers stout defense the that's year before a that's a good point yeah as a uh, broncos fan I, I don't want to think about the Super Bowl 48 and what that defense mm-hmm. did to our offense. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Special so who teams. Did, yeah. Who'd you go with your special teamers? So I went with Tyler Bass from Buffalo and um, what's his name? Brandon, Braden Mann uh, as my punter from New York Jets. I love Tyler Bass. Hmm. Plain and simple. I think he's awesome. <laughs> I also did Tyler Bass, because I was still at this point putting kickers a little bit into it. I agree. I think he's a really good kicker. And then my so my only difference is my punter is Michael Pilardi from Miami. Mm. Well, <laughs> so which I don't which know punter? either of those punters, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, hey, let's look up the PFF grade, John. Look up your guy, and I'll look up mine. Well, what I was going to say was... um. I could just give like a general. Uh, oh yeah, over. If you just want to, yeah, not even based off that. Just what yeah, team yeah. do you think is better overall? And in that case, I would probably go with Brennan's, um, because I, I think while I did give John's line, the or I chose John's line over Brennan's. I I think Brennan still has a very solid line. And the uh, receiver difference isn't great enough um, for it to be that much of an issue. Whereas the defense, I believe, Brennan's is a good amount better. Um, So I think overall, Brennan takes the cake with this one. Did he win the first one? He did win the first one. I uh, 100% (laughs) in agreement, though. Like, I, I have no... And like I said, I like even before I started it, I was I'm not happy with how my uh, <laughs> how my defense turned out. I'm only and, paying and, Aaron a little bit under the table. So. Yeah. 
I think if I if I could go back, I definitely would make changes because I, I think Aaron brings up a, a solid point in the fact that um, yes, my offensive line is better. It's not that much better, and so it's it's you know I, I gave up a lot more of defensive players to have that little bit better offensive line, um, and at the end of the day, I think that that is definitely a bigger factor. So I am in agreement. Very nice. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. That'll do it for this episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. Make it a tune in next time for our next AFC Super Team, which will be the AFC Super. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys have a great day. See ya. Yeah.